Welcome back to Page the Stage RPG Actual Plays. Uh, we are playing Cyberpunk Red tonight, and actually we are completing um, the startup scenario called The Apartment. Um, again, we're using the, the core Cyberpunk Red rulebook, but we're, doing, uh, we're using the Jumpstart Kit, using some of the scenarios in there just to learn the game. Um, we're all new players to Cyberpunk Red. I'm a new, uh, I'm a new GM to Cyberpunk Red, and um, last time we kind of ended on a cliffhanger. Um, our characters found themselves with their apartment it seems to be probably going to be under siege from some type of outside source. And um, where we left off is uh, they heard some boots on the ceiling. They heard a helicopter drop off something on the ceiling. Um, the power has gone out in the neighborhood and uh, they are just about to go back into their apartment um, as, as uh, some friends of theirs, some roommates have come back in with reporting that one of them um, has passed away down the street. And it seems like something is about to happen um, right now. And so that's where we were. Um, that, that's where we left off last um, um, last session. So I'm going to turn this over first to Argus and um, Kay because they have a, an architect with them that they still uh, they they basically have some human baggage with them. So um, just to set the scene for you two, um, you're, uh, we left off that last time you're moving into the building. Um, you don't have any of your gear on you. If you were to leave the building, all of your possessions would still be left upstairs. And so you guys were heading into the building. You had this this architect um, in tow with you. Um, I'll turn over to you. What are you, uh, what are you doing? Well, if I remember right, tr uh, you wanted to kill him, Argus. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't have loose ends. But what if we need him to negotiate? Did you hear all that stuff going on? The helicopters and all that stuff? He just told us he was worthless. Well, we'll look at look at him and ask him. Come on, he's got um, he's got a second here to to make a choice, and I gotta go get my stuff from upstairs. So, uh, oh man, architect, uh, what's your name? My my name uh my name is Dale. Oh, Dale, are you, are you gonna Dale Morris? Are you are you gonna be helpful today, or I was just doing I was just doing my job. Um. Yeah, I'll do anything you want me to do. Just spare my life. Just please. I mean, uh, I know your name, Argus. I don't know your last name. I don't even know who you are. I'll even forget what you look like. We're we're too far for this now. You don't get to walk away, but maybe after. Play but cards, right? After, after what? After whatever's about to happen. Well, I, I don't know their plans. I just know they wanted the, they were going to demolish the building. Um... I think you killing one of them and, and letting the other one go free, I, I think that just made this happen tonight rather than tomorrow. But um, but you could just give the building to them and just walk away. I mean, they, they just want the building. They're going to demolish that, it with everybody in it? That guard is just a hired gun. I mean, it's, it doesn't work for the company. Uh, but, yeah, that's uh, demolishing everyone in it. Um, well, I, I'm not sure about that. They, they may do something to get um, them to come out and then... Um, at that uh, um, moment inside the building, the power's gone out outside, but you guys have backup power that the generators come on. The lights don't fully go out in your building, but um, an alarm starts going off as the lights start to flicker, and it's basically the fire alarm in your building starts going off. And then you start hearing doors kind of opening from downstairs again. The, the neighborhood's been in panic because all everybody's agents went out, but basically the, the city net has gone dark as far as like the internet, so to speak. And people, um, you know, you could already hear gunshots down the street. There are people basically have, uh, retreated indoors. And remember, you have a three-story apartment. Um, your 
people in your the people that you know that um, that we met during the last session all live on the third floor with you, but the other two floors still have residences, and so um, they seem to be. You just hear the commotion of them poking out, looking to see if there's a fire somewhere. Well, uh... I'm gonna go hit the elevator button. Okay. And we're gonna take the elevator out. Is it is it going with the fire alarm? Is the elevator going with the fire alarm? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. The elevator's working. It just has like the emergency lights uh, on okay. inside of it that are, uh, rather than a fluorescent white or a yellow, is now red. All right, come on, bring them over here. Let's take them up with us. All right, come on, Dale. Come in, come with us. Yeah. So, Jonathan, as soon as the boots hit the ceiling, am I uh, the roof? Can uh, White Rabbit jack in to the access control um, of the building? Sure. And uh, where are you? I was in my room, kind of gathering stuff, and then that, and then I think the last thing you said was that I hear boots kind of yeah. on the roof. Okay, so you know because you already live in the building, so there's no need to scan for an access point. Right. You know that the access points are um, there is one on the roof. Uh, which is uh, basically a, a like a satellite, like a small satellite dish that's yeah. up there, and then then the yeah. other access points are at the um, elevators, so basically the elevator okay. control panels. So you don't have one in your room; you'd have to go um, outside your room. So I'm on the third floor. If I know where the satellite is on the roof, could I like stand underneath it and access it from? Like, no, the, the access points have to be. Uh, they get blocked by walls. Okay, then I yeah. guess I'll run to the elevator then and jack in. Okay. Um, go ahead and make a perception check, White Rabbit. While he's doing that, the the elevators close on you two as, as the elevator starts to rise. Um, um, Mako, um, unfortunately, um, uh, Steve, our, our player who plays Mako, could not be here uh, tonight. Um, so, um, but um, Mako from last time, he was interested in going and seeing about that car that White Rabbit sent in reverse down the street. So Mako is still outside at that point, so that's what he's gone and done. He has gone down to check out this car in case you guys need a like an escape vehicle of some sorts. So, you rolled a 14? Yeah. Okay. Um, you see, uh, so basically, you're at, you're at one end of the hallway, so I'll just give you guys a layout of this apartment. Um, from one side of the apartment hallway to the opposite hallway with an elevator that's in the middle, that's 45 yards. So each side um, of the, each, each, uh, hallway is 20 yards long the elevator itself in the center is a width of five yards and so you're uh you, so you're 20 yards away from that um that access point white rabbit so when you step when you when you uh when you step out you see um you see a boot that's just stepping down from the stairwell that that is right next to the elevator now the 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 stairwells uh um Basically, the elevator have a have a stairwell that basically wraps around the elevator shaft all the way up to the roof from the bottom floor to all, all the way up to the roof, with this door that opens up out right next to the elevator. And so you okay. see uh, first you see a boot, and then you see the nozzle of an assault rifle that comes oh, out. Geez. And it's uh, at that moment that uh, that uh, Kay and Argus, the elevator goes, <laughs> and the lights go out in the elevator, and the elevator has been shut down. Oh. oh. Oh no. Uh, uh, Kay, can you make this work? Can what you do you think I this? am? Some sort of tech? Is there a, is there an access panel? I'm gonna look in the in the roof to see if there's some sort of access panel that we can open up in there. Yeah, there's a there's a panel up in the roof. 
It's a, but it's basically like a like a like a normal panel you'd slide to get to the top of the elevator, to okay. the to the pulley system that pulls it up and down. Oh, fantastic! Um, here, Trellin, help me uh, pry these doors open. You got anything? I got my knife on me. I'm gonna stick my knife in the door and try and Jimmy open the doors. Do you want a, a body roll or something? Um, are the are you doing it alone or is uh, Argus helping you? Well, I said for Argus to help me. I don't yeah. know who's gonna help me. Oh, yeah, uh, I, uh, I'll, I, I I'll help you right next to you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll help you too. Dale speaks up. I'll help. I'll help as well. <laughs> cool. <laughs> he learns fast. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm. Uh, to be honest, I'm still getting used to um, the Cyberpunk Red uh, massive skill sheet. <laughs> so, massive. Yeah. So uh, with when we do things like this, I um, totally am okay if you're like, can I use this skill to do that? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a good one. Um, um, electronic security tech. You can, uh, if you were trying to open them up by using some type of tech, then you can use a. Um, but I'm not using tech. I'm just using like a knife. No. So if you're using kind of like yeah brute force. Um, Crybar. Yeah, looking for a, a skill that would do that here. Athletics. That sounds good. Okay. Yeah. So if, if uh, Dale and Argus and uh, you can add. Oh, I was gonna say you can add uh, a modifier to that you right. can add uh, add plus three to that as you have help. But uh, Kay, you 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 go to do it and you easily basically start prying open the doors. I am a giant Hawaiian man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so as you kind of pry open the doors, uh, they they get to a point where um, as the chaos that you can hear is happening outside, um, all up all. All up and down these blocks. It's like the second these lights go out, it's like time for the hoodlums to start playing. And uh, so there comes a point as you're prying open the doors that you hear a click, and then they, it's like they, it, it's like it comes off its runner, and you're able to slide open the rest of it very easily. Um, and you realize just with the number that's on the shaft that you're on the second floor. All right. So let's uh, let's uh, hey, grab grab Dale and bring him out here. I don't know if I have to grab him. Dale, you're with us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm totally oh, okay. with you. So let's um let's uh open the uh the stairwell and see what's going on in there. Like, you know, sneakily. Okay. Um. So as you open up the stairwell, you can hear above you because it kind of reverberates down the stairwell the sound of boots. And it's at this point that uh, White Rabbit. That's when you see the boot coming out on that third floor. So that's just where you guys are currently at. Is this like a like a like a spiral stairs kind of like big open like shaft kind of setup? Like, yeah, ba like... basically the the stairs um, they they go around the elevator shaft, so they kind of go and like hatched you know hatch up here, then around here they go with the elevator shaft is in between them. Like the elevator, big, like Big Bang Theory style. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so they're not like right over us. We're not no, like, oh, no. they're on top of us, but we can hear it. Okay. No, yeah, and the elevator shaft is enclosed. Yeah, so it's like, um, yeah, so you can, you can, yeah, you can just hear because it's, it's a, it's an elevator, it's a stairwell shaft that you can hear those boots up above. Is there a fire escape on the outside of the building? There is. Um, so um, you're on the side of the hallway where there's a fire escape through through the window on the third Sweet. floor. Now I'm running for that window. I'm going to try and uh, get to the fire escape. Okay. So are you uh, making, you can make a, are you doing it stealthily? You're just booking it to try to get out the well, window? 
Uh, yeah, I'd just say book it. If I see the, the muzzle of an assault rifle, I mean, he's about to spot me right there, right? I mean, is there any place to hide? Your room. <laughs> uh, no. No, I'm going to try and book it for the fire escape. Okay. Looking for a... Uh... You can just go ahead and run. Are you just? I was wondering. I guess if it's like, are you doing it in such a way that you're not going to get shot in the back? <laughs> That's what I guess. I'm I mean, I, well, yes. I would, if there's a way to do so, yeah, I'm going to hustle as hard as I can. <laughs> the further away he is, uh, the less likely, right? Yeah. So <laughs> we learned last time. Okay. So, uh, so your action is you're kind of booking it toward the the stairwell. Yeah. No, okay. the window, right? The window, yeah. The, yeah well, the window's yeah. closed. You have to open up the window and then get outside, basically. So I'd say the three seconds that you have, you could get to the window and start wrestling it open. Um, do I know this window to be locked normally? Um, yes, it's not like you wouldn't have it just, um, it's locked from the inside, but it wouldn't just be freely opened all day because you wouldn't want people just walking in the third floor. Okay, maybe maybe I'll hide in my room then and see what this guy's gonna do first. Okay. See if I can peek the door and like, check out what he's doing. Okay. So as you do that, uh, um, um, a man comes down. They look similar to the people that you saw outside, and uh, yeah, they look like the, the similar to the people you saw outside. And so he um, he is like he's like scanning the hallway, and then he's uh, he speaks into like a little microphone that's on his like lapel, and he says, uh, "Hey, cut, crunch, cut the lights," and then uh, and then the lights cut off in that hallway. The lights, uh, yeah, the emergency lights. Yeah, and so um, so the, so the lights shut off, and then you see that he has something that turns on. You can see his eyes are like glowing up green. That he's obviously using some type of some type of uh, vision that gives him some type of night vision. And so he moves out and he scans the hallway down to his left, which is uh, where your room is. Um, behind him is the room with uh, Gina, who had the animals. Uh, Mako's room is also that direction as well. Um, and another uh, Militech guard is behind him, and they basically start, uh, they split. You can see them splitting. The one that first walked out starts walking down your hallway, and the other one uh, starts turning, and it uh, looks like they're pointing their, pointing their assault rifle down the other hallway. That's what you see. So, so the front apartment is like L-shaped, kind of? Um, it's just one long hallway with an elevator uh, um, that's in the, it's in the center of it. So the so, second guy is looking down what hallway, then? If the second one's... Yeah, so the second one's looking down the other hallway. So you could, yeah, so so they basically walk up the, they, um, like they walk down the stairs, which is uh, which is right next to the elevator, and it's basically just like a T intersection. Oh, I see. Know? Okay. So not really, left, a, not really a T because there's not there's nothing straight. It's all, think of like a hotel hallway. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. Just, yeah. That's the way this that's the way this apartment is. It, um, okay. I described last time how it's uh, on the street level. It's skinny in the front and it extends out long toward the back. So where you're at is toward the back, which the window overlooks the alleyway, which has a roof, which has a higher escape access. So. Okay. Um, and my window from my apartment does not have fire escape access, or does? Um, the window from your apartment is facing. Yeah, you be uh, you. Um, no, you have to, the 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 fire escape access is out in the hallways, but it's yeah. facing the back alleyway. Your window is facing the back alleyway as well okay i'll just keep an eye on them for now okay i'll wait and see what they're doing all right and then we have Kay and argus and dale well um Kay, dale uh is on a fight or run 
well, I mean, like, all my stuff's up there, man. I don't want to lose my, my, my apartment to some guy who's trying to take my apartment. Like, where else are we going to go? Well, maybe we could get up there a different way. I, seems like there might be a lot of guys coming down the stairs right now. All right, I'm I'm down with that. I don't want to die or anything. Like I mean, I'm not silly. Let's, let's uh, pat my pat my rifle while I do it. Um, so you want to go? You want to see if we can go up the fire escape? Um, yeah. Let's let's do that. Uh, Will it take us to the roof, DM? GM, sorry. The uh, the fire escape, yeah. What if we uh, get up on the roof and come down behind him? Ooh, I like where your head's at. Ambush him. Let's go do that. Sounds like a solid plan. Dale, you in? Um, we're going outside? Yep. Ah, okay. If you, go the, if you want to go the stairways and get shot, you're more than welcome to. Um, no, no, that's, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Right, now, so we're going to uh, run to the end of the hall. Okay. And the end of the, so you guys are on the second floor? You're running yeah. the, the fire escape? Yeah. Okay. Um, by the way, Molly and her gang, they they are sitting out on the, they, they never went upstairs, they're sitting out on the porch, basically. Oh. So, remember last time they, uh, Molly and one of her gang was killed down the street and one of them was yeah. injured. They never went upstairs, they're sitting outside, basically. On the first level? Right outside, the right on the street level, basically. But all our agents are out, right? Yeah, all the agents are out too. Yeah, so it's not like we can call them and say. No, I'm just giving you a heads up because they were in the action, not in the action, but in the scene when we ended last session. Yes, and, and yes. So they never went upstairs yet; they were outside. So well, we could yell down to them from the fire escape, maybe if it's on the. It's well, in the, the back. The fire escape's in the back. Oh. They're in the front. Yeah. That makes sense. Who puts yeah. a fire escape on the front of a building? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you guys are going out oh, out the second story window. We're going out the second story window. Okay. Um, White Rabbit, um, you hear uh, you hear something from down the hall um, as you, you hear a loud yelling of some sort of like, get the fuck out of my apartment. And you hear it. And you hear, a, you hear the noise of a, of, a, um, of a cockatoo that starts making a chirp oh, noise. No, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that's just. <laughs> oh. Um, oh my goodness. Oh. Yeah, so you heard that out in the hallway? Um, one second here. I'm supposed to get a carrot for that cockatoo. <laughs> yeah, so you hear uh, you just hear this uh you're like a like a shotgun and then just like blow up out in the hallway. Oh damn. Um, so there's no escape from my my flat like I can't escape out a window I mean like what's what's out there can I climb anything what's outside my window um one second here let me get their story I don't like my odds with the handgun against a couple assault rifles yeah in a shotgun, it sounded like. Right, or a shotgun, either well, or. <laughs> so that was uh, White Rabbit. You can uh, deduce that that was um, Gina. 
that just uh, basically sh you know shot a shotgun blast and then you hear a door slam shut and then you hear the two voices the assault rifle says i need backup and then um, oh gina had the shotgun gina oh, had okay. gina had the shotgun she did yeah. oh okay so you, oh, okay so she uh, blasted at one of them you don't quite know what the what the damage was but you hear you hear someone yell out backup backup and then um what are you doing white rabbit are you still peeking out yeah do i hear like footsteps running back toward uh the other hallway um you can hear footsteps they, they appear to be, uh, they, they, I mean, they're still down the hallway because the, the person that was coming down your hallway didn't get far before this happened. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to check out the hallway and see if I can run the other way toward the fire escape. Okay, so you see the other, um, you see the other Militech uh, security um, not pointed down your hallway anymore. He looks down the other, he's pointed down the other hallway. But again, the hallway is totally black right now. The lights have been shut oh. off on this floor. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, I'll, uh, I'll, Take this as my opportunity to run down the opposite end of the hallway and see if I can open up that window to the fire escape. Okay, as you uh, as you run down the hallway, um, a door opens off to your off to your right, um, and um, an African American male walks out and he's uh, he seems to be wiping sleep out of his eyes and he's like, "What the hell is going on?" And you know him to be Doctor Doctor Carver, um, and so he's like comes out, he pokes out, he goes like, "Why all the lights out?" Uh. I said to Dr. Robert, I say, uh, oh, mate, we got to go right now. Come on. I'm, we're going to go out this window right now. Militech's here. What's... Huh? No questions. Come on. Uh, so, I'm going to, like, drag him with me, basically. Oh, you're taking him with you? Yeah. Okay. All right, so he's in, like, a bathrobe. And he has... Uh, you look down, and he has... He's wearing slippers, but they're, like... Um, they're, like, bunnies. <laughs> so... Like, he has these slippers on. And so he's like, wait, let me go get my... Let me get my, let me get my shoes, man. Um, I I'm gonna grab him and I'm gonna tell him to be just like I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna put a finger over my mouth like we need to go and just kind of look at him like with eyes like we need to go. Okay. Um. So he takes a second to look at you and he's uh then he um he hears the the commotion happening down the hallway as uh you hear a boot that starts kicking at a door and he's like what and it can the kind of, you can see the sleep almost rub out of like fall out of his eyes as his eyes get really wide as much as you can see in the in the dim lighting and he looks like he's about ready to go he looks like he's going to comply okay yeah i'll go start opening up that window then okay um k and argus all right well we're going up the the the, la the ladders i think uh we're pushing what's his face in front of us I've already forgotten his name because I'm stressed out. Uh, <laughs> Dale. We're, pu we're pushing Dale in front of us. Okay. Uh, and we're, we're kind of, we're not quite using him as a shield, but we're basically using him as a shield <laughs> going on. We're just pushing him up the stairs in front of, uh, the ladder in front of us. Okay. Now you can use him as a shield. Just uh, let me yeah, know. When, when, the, when the shooting starts, we will. We just don't okay. want him to know that yet. Okay. All right. So you're trying to push him along. I got you. Yeah. Okay. So as you're uh, climbing up the fire um, escape, you hear a, you hear a like a some type of window open up down below you. As you're up, as you're climbing the fire escape, you're now on the third floor, and you have one more um, like ladder basically to climb up to the top of the roof. Which which window? Did, so it would have been the first window. It would have been the second there? floor. You guys. Uh, uh, we went in the second floor. Oh, you guys went second floor. Okay. So as you get up to the third floor, you see a window open. My bad. Oh, on the third floor. On the third floor, you see a window open. You can see uh, through the window oh. that it's totally dark on this floor. The floor, you, floor that you were on still had your backup lighting on, but this floor seems totally dark. And as the you see a window that's basically coming up. 
right in front of you as you're as you're now at the at the third story of the fire escape. I think I'm gonna throw myself against the wall and pull out my gun because I don't know what's coming through that window. Okay. Um. I guess I'm just gonna look down, and I mean it's like what, like fifty-fifty that it's a resident or one of these other guys. You just see the window open, and then it's dark in the hallway. So if you guys are looking, you can see what it is. Yeah, I'm gonna look. So well, then so you see the familiar face of White Rabbit, but you also see uh, um, you see Doctor Carver, who is like looks bewildered. Yeah, he Doctor Carver's like mid thirties. Um, um, Sorry. Well put together, handsome dude. He just looks pretty disheveled. Looks like he just got well woken up. And you know that he works long hours on the trauma teams. Okay, so we know he's like um, not a bad guy. A bad guy, and he's so you said he works on trauma teams. So we know he's got like a medical background. Yeah. He's in a robe with bunny slippers. <laughs> he's not a threat. <laughs> right. Well, I'm I'm just thinking more like should we ask him to help us fight some things? And the answer I think is no. <laughs> Still gonna give him a gun. I'm 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 loaded for bear right now. I got two pistols and an assault rifle. <laughs> <laughs> so do I? I see them obviously yeah, at this point. Yeah, you see your okay. you, you see your uh, yeah you see your apartment mates outside. Okay, I'll uh, say. Are, are you guys headed to the roof? Um. Yep. That's a uh, that's that's the plan. K K came up with the plan. We're gonna well we're gonna try to get behind them and. Just check it out. I don't know if we want to fight, but... There's a whole squad on the third floor, mate. Stay away from that. When you get upstairs, they have a net runner. All right. Uh, Are you... Hey, White Rabbit, you armed? Oh, uh, yeah, I've got, a, I've got a pistol. And what about you, Doc? I just woke him up out of bed. I don't think he has shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna handle my I'm gonna handle my pistol uh to use. Yeah, I, so he's like I, I don't know if I I'm that I hate to tell you I've never even shot one of these things. You all you gotta do is point it in the right direction and it's you or them. Um Alright man, whatever you say. <laughs> so you guys are uh the rain's coming down on you as you're sitting out here on this fire escape on the third floor. Um, White Rabbit, uh, access points wise, is either being going up on the roof, and um, the only one up there you know is the, is the this is a small satellite. Um, other than that, you have three access points below you that are on each of the floors. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to the top because I'm guessing that's probably where the net runner's at too. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to head up there. I'd like to access that one if I can. Yeah. Um, also. I don't know about you guys, but I'm thinking that whatever vehicle they came in may be either parked up there or available to us up there. No, we heard it. We heard it go off. Yeah, they, you heard a helicopter drop people off, and then fly, the helicopter flew away. Mm. Yeah, that was that was last session. Right. Well. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. But Got they might. That. But they might be around. You know what I'm saying? But. Right. Or if they have to call for reinforcements. Mm the old switcheroo you know so all of this uh, uh white rabbit coming out um with uh, dr carver and you guys meeting them it's it's been a few it's just been a few seconds behind you down the hallway i imagine white rabbit you're, uh, white rabbit you're coming out and shutting the window 
Um, but you hear you hear more kicking on a door, and you hear another shotgun blast that seems to be obliterating wood. Um, with that, you hear um, uh, somebody else come. You hear footsteps come. No, you don't hear footsteps, but you hear uh, other voices that seem to be coming from the um, from the stairwell shaft. As uh, as you hear someone get, come out and go, Gina, Gina, and you and you can recognize the voice as Rico. Rico was uh, your uh, um, your rocker boy that lived here, and so that's what's happening behind you, basically in, in the apartment. So then you oh. hear uh, you hear a, a, um, a very gruff voice that says, uh, "Just come out and drop your weapon," and that's what you hear happening behind you. Um, can we yell down like like Rico? Let's go, Rico. Rico is at the end of the. He's uh. Is either coming out of his door or, or he's in the stairwell. You can't really tell one of the two. It seems like he probably came from the stairwell, but you also know his room door is the closest one to the um, basically the elevators. He's on the, he's on that side of the floor. Ooh. So. Don't don't yell at him. Okay. Argus Argus, we can't help them right now. We're not in a position. They're down the down the hall. We got to get up. And we'll come back down behind them. All That's right. all we got. Yep, you're right. Let's uh, let's stick to the plan. All right. What do you so guys? We're gonna, what's your plan? We're gonna go up. Okay. And and and. Take over. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So, Kay, I are you doing? Escape to the moon. Are you doing the peaking? Uh, sure, sure. I'm gonna peek over the side. Okay. So the top of the roof is, uh, it looks like the top of the roof of most like apartment buildings. There's like a large AC type, a couple of those like units that for ventilation. Um, there is a, um, there is on top of one of these AC units, there seems to be like a small little satellite, which would uh, White Rabbit would know that's like, would be the access point. Um, and the the opening to the stairwells on the, it, it, um, is on the far end of the building, which is again, the length of the building, so about 45 yards. And um, that's on, it's more toward the street side, basically. So in the center is the uh, unit with the satellite. So about 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 20, 25 yards away, right in the center. And uh, there is a uh, there is a Militech uh, security that is uh, standing there with an assault rifle that just seems just seems to be peering around. He's standing in front of that AC unit that has that satellite sitting on top of it. And it's just the one. Just that's the one is what you see right now. Yeah, um, it's actually easier to see up here because it's uh, you can the city the lights from the city basically are lighting up the roof. But it is raining, so it is more. Um, this you know that there's a little bit, a little bit limited uh, of visibility, but you're able to see a lot more up here being on the roof. So would you say we're in his line of sight? Like like can we sneak up over the side and maybe get behind one of those uh, those air conditioning units? Yes, you could do that. Yeah, he's uh, okay. he seems to be peering more toward the stairwell. Okay. Is he near it at the edge of the building at all? No. No, the basically okay. standing the the, <laughs> the AC <laughs> I'm not trying to foil a plan. What's Argus thinking about? <laughs> I mean, it's not that wide. I mean, you're talking about maybe 20 yards wide, the build the build the rooftop, but it's 40 long. You know, so you're you're at the back end of the building, so it's 40 40 45 yards to the front of the building. And there, and he's in the center, and the stairwell is uh, more toward the front of the building. 
off to the right, right hand side. Basically, it's like a it's like a door that opens up, you know, that you get to the roof. Think of a door that's like right into the ground. You just pull the door up, and that's how you get to the stairs to go down. So that door is up, and he's he's basically um, probably about ten yards from that, and he seems to just be scanning the area. So he's like what thirty yards from us? He's he's about twenty. Yeah. Oh, about 20. half. He's about halfway. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we established we can all move, give or take fifteen on a turn. Yeah, your move rating times your move uh, characteristic times two, your move stat times two. Okay. Oh, twelve for me. Yeah. Hmm. Well, do you guys want to? I mean, I think if we just take him down kind of quietly. A set of guards clothes couldn't hurt. I'm I'm okay with that. So yeah. let's That's let's fine. do it. I'm gonna um I'm gonna get behind my my air conditioning unit and I'm just gonna take a beat on him and okay. wait for uh, Argus to uh, go around and do whatever he's gonna do. Okay. What do you what weapon do you have? Okay. My assault rifle. Nice. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you, uh, uh, you're about 15 yards from him, just so you can use that okay. for range. So. Okay. I don't have an assault rifle on my, um, in my combat tab. I should have added one. But no I problem. Didn't I realize I didn't. No problem. Uh, you have 25 uh, a standard uh, magazines. 25. It does 5d6 damage. It's going to take both of your hands to use, and you can fire it once a turn. 5d6. Okay. Yeah, and it uses oh, it probably uses shoulder arms, right? Um, uh, no, it um, yes, it uses shoulder arms. That's the skill. I don't know how to spell assault. A S S U L T. Correct. That's not right either. A S S A U L T. Yeah, A S S. It's all, it's all good. So, um, White Rabbit, what are you doing? Um, so, uh, is is there? I missed a little bit of it. There's a Militech guy standing by the access point, you said? Yes. Just kind of so there's guard. an AC unit that's, um, you know, it's large enough to basically, if you were kneeling, you can hide behind it. And okay. so, and uh, there's a little satellite that's on top of that, just a little dish. And he's standing, not right next to it, but maybe about three or four yards in front. And he looks to be scanning the area in front of him, which includes the, the stairwell of the, of the building, the stairway. Is there a hiding place that I can get close enough to the access point to be able to jack in without, like, maybe staying in, staying hidden while I'm doing it? Sure, you'd have to move a little bit closer than K, because there's different, yeah. there's different um, ventilation, like, um, you know, boxes, vents. There's uh, um, just all the different things you picture would be on top of a building. So you would yeah. just need to make a stealth roll for me as you're trying to move up further. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you you guys see White Rabbit just uh, move up, you know, pretty quickly. It's almost like the rain is like uh, you can almost see, you can you almost not hear his footsteps as the rain seems to mask you, kind of stomping up, and you uh, you are now close enough to uh, to jack into that access. And then how about Argus? Um, so I'm going to. I don't want to mess up White Rabbit's thing. But no, go, if you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna fight, it's okay. I mean, I'm, I can, 
I can do both. I mean, if I need to move or whatever, I can still do that as long as I'm still close. Okay, cool. So I'm going to uh, very sneakily use all of the cover I can until I'm out in the open and try to get the drop on this guy with my lead pipe. Okay. Where's Dale, by the way? That's K and... Uh... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Run off the side of the building. <laughs> I... K, can you watch Dale? <laughs> Just babysit him. <laughs> yeah, I've got him. I've got him here with me next to the... Uh... Next to this uh, air conditioning unit, and then uh, I would assume our good doctor probably didn't come up onto the roof with us. He did. He did not. Uh, at, yeah. At some point, you just didn't see him behind you. You're not sure where he went. He ran off with my gun. I'm gonna get him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know where he lives. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> so Argus, you're kind of you're trying to sneak forward to basically get, uh, about 20 yards to get the drop on this guy. Yeah, and. Uh, so, DM, I was going to ask you, like, is there some sort of sneak attack, knockout kind of mechanic? Or is it just like a hit is a hit? Um, there is. Um, it's probably in the martial arts that you don't have any units in. <laughs> oh, no. Not, not, no, it's, I don't think it's totally, in, it's not totally in, in the martial arts. I think what it is is you, you can automatically get, um... You can automatically, basically, like, do a called shot, basically. But I, I'd have to look that look that up. Okay. Which is fine. I can. Um, one of those ones that's pretty obscure. I know I saw it somewhere. And again, everybody watching, new players, learning something new every session. Um, there was something that was about to happen, though, that it may not matter. <laughs> so <laughs> that has to do with... Uh, your good old friend there, Dale. Because as you start moving forward, Argus, and this isn't because I don't want to look up the rules. This is just because no one is freaking Dale. No, no one's silencing Dale. Dale goes, help! Oh boy! Damn it, Dale! And, and so with uh, with that, that that security comes turning around. But um, Argus, you are still moving up. So if you if you hear that, what do you do? Are you just moving forward with that attack? I mean, you still are gonna. You uh, you still do have a drop on him. As far as that, he's not. You're, if you're running full bore, you can be right out of this turn with with an attack. Or what do you want to do now? You heard Dale yell out into the night. Help! Um. Yeah, I'm gonna do it, and um. I'm gonna try to target his arm that is like. Holding the gun, like whichever arm is more evident to me, I'm just gonna try to break the shit out of that arm so we don't get gunshots. Okay, so that's the same as a called shot, so that would be the minus eight to the roll. Okay, and, and you and, then, and you can do that. Okay, and I can use the I can use luck, right? One, yeah, once per the whole scenario. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Well, you can use your luck points, right? So he could use as many luck points as he wanted. Yes, before the before the die roll. Yeah. Okay. Because I used all mine last time, so I yeah. have none left. <laughs> you did, but, but it actually. But it, I barely got him, so. But it was, okay. it was it was enough to make him lose some of the will to fight. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It definitely it okay. definitely had an effect for sure. Um. Because. 
I guess the question is, how screwed are we if he fires off a shot and they come running upstairs? Um, that's assuming they hear it. Yeah, yeah they're they're kicking a door downstairs. Well, and yeah. Yelling at people right and... now they're getting they're having a shotgun battle with uh, with hardcore that's Gina. <laughs> so. All right. Well then, um, yeah, let's just go for it. Okay. Go ahead and roll. I think it's probably a good time at this point just to go ahead and roll initiative. We'll have everybody oh. do that. That's your um, reflex plus a d10. Okay. Actually, you can. I think you can just click the the stat on the screen and it'll do it. Okay. Um, and then I'm actually, so I'm not gonna call the shot like with all that in mind. Sorry, I forgot to clarify. No problem. No problem. What was it again? I'm sorry, I missed. Initiative that. is your um, is your gotcha. reflex plus the d10. Yeah. Are we rolling initiative here? Yeah. Alright, so I got a 19. Is there like an initiative button that you guys see? You click the, um, you just click your actual um, reflex stat, the REF. Oh, okay. Well, because that rolled the... Oh, you're right. It added a d10. Didn't yeah. even realize. Okay, yeah. so I got 15. Sorry, not 15. 19. Okay. I got a 9. Both by hand and by clicking on the button. Okay. And I got a 13. Alright, I got you guys. Uh, Alright. So Argus, you are actually first. You can go ahead and do what you were planning on doing. All right. Um, cool. So, yeah, I'm gonna just start swinging. Gonna try to hit him, and uh, yeah, because I'm already pretty much face to face with him, right? As of the end of the last turn. Um, yeah. Well, this is all happening right now. So you're moving forward, and we we did initiative. Um, he. He didn't beat you, so you're going to go ahead and do whatever melee action you want to do. Okay. Awesome. I'm going to hit him with that melee weapon then. All right. He does not get out of the way, so go ahead and roll that damage. Nice. All right. Um... Money, big money, big money. All right. And Wait, you got, you got two sixes on that check doesn't that do something for you uh the damage yeah so um oh only on damage only when you roll okay. it so if you hover over that uh, 11 trevor you can see if it if you did do the um to this uh, if you use the advanced dice roller it'll show you the sixes oh so, okay so just for a heads up for next time you can see them out but if you hover over that damage on roll 20 where it says 11 you can see if you got any i don't think you got any sixes in, the, in there because that would be well you could have well, no, you would have, uh, that would be automatically 12 damage if you got two of them. So yeah, you did, yeah you know. two fours. Okay, yeah. and then uh, rate of fire is two, so do I attack again? Yeah. And he's trying, he, each time he tries to get out of the way, um, and both times he, he fails, so you're just going to whack him twice. What are you attacking with a crowbar again? Uh, with a lead pipe. Lead <laughs> Argus and his lead pipe. <laughs> it was Argus yeah. on the rooftop with a lead pipe. With a lead pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a crowbar might be like maybe a little more utilitarian here in the future, but 
for now, that's that's what I've been holding. I can't imagine I have like both, right? <laughs> so like, that's another nine. So you've done. Uh, you can see that you've done. Uh, um, you've done some pretty good damage. And you can hear him. You can you can hear him crying out. Uh, you've been in enough fights with people before that you can tell that you have. Uh, just just so you guys can learn a little bit of the game uh, mechanics. He's is in the um, he's in the seriously wounded state. Anytime you're at half half your hit points or, or lower, that's the uh, that's the seriously wounded state, which means you have minus two to all your actions. Can I um can I yell at him to back down? Sure. I'm like hey stop. <laughs> sure, we'll take that into account as we move with the uh, the people starting to see what they're doing. Um, or essentially yield. Yeah. <laughs> But White Rabbit, you're up. Uh, so is he pretty much? Is he neutralized the the, the Militech guy? No, no, no. He's seriously he's seriously wounded, but he's still. Um, you haven't seen what he's going to do yet. Again, this is all three seconds. You just saw Argus run forward and just whack the guy twice in the body with this lead pipe. He's still holding. That the, he's still holding onto an assault rifle. Do I have a oh. feeling this guy knows where I'm at? That he's see, that he's seen me because I was stealthing on the way. No, out. you're 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 behind. Uh, his attention's all on Argus. Okay, I'm gonna jack in then. Okay. So that's my first net action. Um, I don't know how this works when I'm in a when I'm in a um, net architecture that's essentially friendly. Well, so as you jack in, you start you see that um, the whole kind of the whole look of your net architecture, which for the apartment building, you I don't know if you personalized it, White Rabbit or not. I mean, you just lived here. I don't know if this is something you went right. in and, you know, cause you can decorate your architecture to kind of look like what you want it to look like. I don't know if you did that or not. I kind of assumed you probably, probably did. Not. Yeah, just cause yeah, you're just a tenant here. But right. um, you have jacked in before, maybe cause someone told you to, can you fix one of the, the light keeps flickering on the second floor? Or, you know the elevator's kind of messing up. Can you can you see if there's anything going on on the net with that? And what you saw before it was just all the bare bones net looking architecture. Um, what it looks like now is it looks like there's like um, gold like dust all along the walls. Again, you're with your um, with your with your virtuality goggles. You kind of see this other kind of layout, this other world, so to speak, that all exists in the net. And um, it looks like pixie dust. Is uh is like basically all all on the walls and there's walls that are pink and, and blue, and um, it seems like the one of the walls has a unicorn on it. And um, do I see any sign of another netrunner? Um, you well, the, the, you, this is your evidence that you think there's another netrunner here because it obviously looks like they've put their personal touch on it. Okay. You know that there's uh, you know that there's four total levels of this architecture. Okay. Um, do I have to spend an action, a net action, to like uh, do the back door and, and do all that stuff, like get down to the lower levels? Or yeah, well, if you're trying to move down to, to a level, if it's if it uh, you can you could see right here, you can start um, exploring this architecture to see if you can freely move. So is that what you're doing? You're trying to go to another right. level. It doesn't take an action to do that. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, trying to go down another level. So this is where you are. You're faced with a password. And do I know the password? Uh, well, the, are you putting in a password? It doesn't cost you an action to try using a password that you think you already know. Okay, then I'll do that. Yeah, I'll try and put it in. And again, this is happening like lightning quick in your brain as all right. this is happening. So you right. put in the password that you uh, that you know, and the password that you know is uh, Rex is awesome is all lowercase. That's the password that was there before, and then that does that doesn't work. 
Okay. So this is where you would have to use a net action to do. Right. Um, okay, so my first net action was to jack in. So um, now, what happens if I deploy black ice, or if I res black ice here? Does that like affect a net runner who's already in the system, or does that do I need to spot them first? How does that work? Uh, black ice, you would have to uh, use the net action. You would have to start um, doing the, I think it's called the Pathfinder action, to start scanning the other levels to see if you can see what's on them. Oh, that's right. Um, hmm. All right, I'll... Um, uh, and, path, and Pathfinder would be more used for an architecture that you that you don't really know anything about. You know right. what I mean? It would give you the difficulty value of some of the like passwords and such like that, or control nodes. Yeah. But it, yeah. I'll, I'll use a boosters as my second action. Um, so I'm going to res a res a worm. Okay. So it increases all backdoor checks you make by plus two as long as this program is res. What does that and What I'll, does that look like in the net? Uh, it's what? a golden key. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and then I'll attempt to backdoor. Okay. Go ahead and do the backdoor check. That's just my interface, right? That's, yeah, your interface. Um, yeah. Uh, plus two, so ten. Okay. So yeah, you crack the. You use like your your net knowledge to kind of uh, run some password checks, like to basically find the password, and you find. That the password after you break it, it says uh, it, it. The password is crunch time. With ver ah. with varying different <laughs> with varying different uh, capital letters and symbols representing for crunch time. It's leeted. Is that what you're saying? It's what? Leeted. What's leeted? L e e t, but it's with threes. It's the oh, yeah. that <laughs> kind of text is yeah yeah text. yeah yeah. Okay. It's exactly Sorry. that. No no, yeah. I learned something new. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my three net actions. So I'm done. Okay, so you uh, you can get down to the second level of the architecture. Um, cool. Yeah. Do I see anything there I, as part of this turn? Um, on this turn, so that you you don't see any black ice or anything like that, but you do know that because uh, you've been in this architecture before that that is uh, the control node for the sprinklers and the file of fire alarm. That's the, that's the only thing that's on this floor. Okay. Now you don't have to. You don't have to control all the control nodes of the second level to move on to the third level or the fourth right. level. But this is the second level is where the controls are for those two components. Right. right. You know okay. from, and I'll tell you, you know this already about the architecture. So the third level, you know that the elevator control nodes on that one, and you know the fourth one is uh, is all the lights. Okay. All right. So the that Militech guy, back to him. So, he doesn't have much to do other than turn that assault rifle point blank, try to fire at you, Trevor. But the problem with assault rifles is they're not accurate. Just to sit there and try to fire at, because you can easily move around, basically. As uh, the idea with an assault rifle is, you just can't, you can't fire it like that. Like right when someone's uh, like a handgun, you can move it in this shape and, and adjust that this is a big heavy gun that you're trying to like get into somebody and try to fire within three seconds, and so. That's why I'm assuming that's why in Cyberpunk Red or in the Cyberpunk game world in general, assault rifles are better at longer ranges than up close. You would use more. I mean, I'm deducing. That's the logic, it seems like. Sure. So okay. that's my best guess because I didn't write these rules, but he's not going to. It's harder to hit up close. So he's going to go ahead and do that right now. 
and he does not beat the difficulty file. So you hear it, uh, but it's loud, Argus. You hear a <laughs> like right out, um, um, like all throughout the air. Um, that was loud though, so just heads up. And um, but he's he basically uh, uses the rest of his action to like back away. He moves. Well, he he moves his movement. Um, he's also a minus two to all checks too. So. So he's going to back away. He moves about 10 yards back, and he's actually moving toward the stairwell. And then he says something like, uh, uh, back up, back up, roof, back up. And then, uh, but he's about 10 yards away from you. As he brings up the, you can tell that you must have hit his arm or his shoulder or something, but he's like struggling. He brings up the assault rifle again to try to aim it over at you, um, Argus. But uh, Kay, you're up. You have, you have a screaming Dale with you who is trying to basically get away from you. Really want to shoot him, but I think I need to shoot the guy with the other gun. Um, I'm gonna. You got, you got two shots. I'm just saying. No, I only get one with the assault rifle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does a lot um, of damage when you do hit, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna aim my assault rifle at the guy on the roof, and I'll take care of Dale up in a minute. All right, so, yeah, you're right at the right in the between that mark. You're right at a, like a thirteen, so not right. a very not a very hard target for an assault rifle. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to attack a twelve. Are you joking me? Oh. oh. So your shot goes <sighs> wide. Woof. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, I'm gonna. Um, I'm going to stick where I'm at because I got cover and I don't want to get shot at, but I'm sure he's now heard this shot from the side, so he's not happy about that. So. Well, he's the only one that you've seen up there so far, so it's, you're like two on one right now. Oh, um, okay. Can I move? Let me, can I move? Well, is moving up going to help me at this point with hitting him? Because you're, assault you're, rifle? you're at the best range you can be at. Is that okay. your 26 to 50 yard range for an assault okay. rifle? You're at a 13 difficulty value. So you just need Then I'm going to stay there. You just need a 14 or higher to hit with that from this distance. Yeah. Cool. All right. So you just got a crappy roll. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> <sighs> it's okay. um, Dale um, gives you a weak punch in the back and runs, uh, which does no damage, and then runs towards the stairwell. So. Wait, which stairwell? The the fire escape. Oh, oh you. okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Argus, you're up. Alright, uh, I'm gonna yell back to Kay, uh, hey, take care of that guy, that Dale, and then, um, I'm gonna take care of this guy, um, uh, man, the melee's really been working for me, I'm, like, hesitant to even use a gun. <laughs> I've, yeah, I'm just gonna continue with the, the melee for now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys have a picture in your head, but I just like, I got these Blade Runner vibes in my head, like fighting on a roof in the rain with somebody coming mad at you with a crowbar. That's what I see Argus doing right now. It's just like, no gun. I'm just going to keep sticking with what works. <laughs> so I'm, go for I'm it, Argus. Stick to not my guns and um, <laughs> just attack. And uh, here we go. All right. So it's a 20. That's a, yeah. <laughs> He's not dodging these. Like, yeah. Ooh, actually. 
Dang. Oh, oh, he's minus two. He's seriously wounded. He doesn't dodge. No. Right. Did you get any uh, sixes in there? No, no sixes. Two fives, though. Okay. Good shot. And uh, let's follow up. Oh. Oh, critical failure. With oh. that with that one, it's uh, he, you hit him like right on the back, and this one he actually ducks down. Um, but yeah, he's uh, yeah he's he's in pretty bad shape. I'm gonna offer him to one more time, like just stop. Okay. Just drop your weapon. Okay, we'll see how he responds though when he gets his turn. Um, but White Rabbit, you're up. Um, all right, so I guess I'll take some more net actions here. Um, <clears throat> so I'm sorry, you said on the second level it controls the lights and what else? The alarm? <coughs> the second one is the sprinklers and the fire alarm. Sprinklers and fire alarm. Right now the fire alarm is the only thing that seems to have been, have been accessed. Uh, is it blaring right now? The, the fire, fire alarm? alarm? Yeah, the fire alarm is what's going off in the building, which is causing people to either walk out the front or um, walk out the front or basically huddle up in their rooms. Hmm. Okay, I guess I'll move down to the next level. I don't okay. see an advantage in setting up the sprinklers. So the next level is the... Um, well, again. Do you think so? Well, I guess... I mean, you can... I mean, you're right there. We can say something to each other. <laughs> yeah, they, they um, don't They don't see... Yeah, they, they're not... They're the just looking for distractions so people don't come running up the stairs right now. Well, they're not... It's, a, a, it's an action. It's they're not in the net, and they cannot see at all what you're doing. Right. right Rabbit, so this right. is totally yeah. your prerogative. Yeah. I don't want um, a meta game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll go down to the next level. That doesn't cost an action, right? To go down to the next level. No. No. It's like you're moving with your. It's you got to think you're moving. You're moving in net space. It's not real space. It's no physical. Right. So you move down. The, 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 this game does an elevator approach, like multiple floors. And so as you um, in the net, uh, wide rabbits, you approach this floor. Um, it's like uh, uh, this floor all along the all along the walls looks like you're in like uh, rolling hills. Like it almost has this like, holographic. Uh, um, image on the walls. It looks like you're walking through like a um, like like a very hilly environment that has trees and flowers everywhere, like a little um, almost like a little Shangri-La, little paradise. That's what this place looks like. But there is a control node for the elevator here. Okay. Um, so what do I see when I get down to the third level? So that's what you see along the, all along the walls, all along. Okay. The, in the, but the, this is where you don't see any. There's nothing lying in wait for you. There's no black guys lying in wait or anything like that. But on the third level is the control node to basically uh, control the elevators. So if you wanted to, you would have to you uh, you'd have to take control of it basically. So am I eventually going to see an avatar of the netrunner? Where if, is that? If like, there isn't, the right yeah. If you're in, a, if you see a netrunner in your in your, you would see their avatar. Okay, but I haven't seen them yet. Okay. No. Um, can I tell if anybody's in the um, the elevators at this point? Uh, you like, can see. If I access control of the elevator, can I see cameras in there and see if anybody's in? There's no cameras in the elevator. Uh, your your apartment building isn't equipped with the cameras, but this is the control node to basically control them. This is to bring them back online. Uh, I'll bring them. Uh, I'll, I'll spend a control um, action to bring them back online then, yeah. Okay. Go ahead and make that check. Oh, it's a check, huh? Yeah, you have to do a. Um, yeah, you have to do a. You have to do an interface roll. Uh, six. So you can see whoever's here, been here before you has done a better job at. Um, basically, what it what it is is that if a netrunner was there before you and they have gained control over it, 
there's a difficulty value they have now set on you taking back control over it. And a six okay. just didn't beat whatever that was. I'm going to move to the to the bottom level then, because I want to see this guy, and I've got a couple things to unleash on him, so. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> nice. How many net actions do you have left? That's, oh, that's only one, as far as I can tell. Yeah, the, just the, the control? The control is just one, yeah. That's yeah. what I like about the net running in this game, too. It doesn't take actions to move around. It's like only obstacles block you. So right. when you get down to the fourth... Uh, um, when you get down to the fourth floor, the walls uh, in this place, it's, it's almost like uh, she's changed this place to look like an old school um, roller derby, like a roller rink. <laughs> Sweet. So there's like, it, it seems like there's lights playing like that. You know, the roller, you know, the roller rings, like they would have that. This is the hour they would turn off the lights and they put the strobes on and stuff and you'd roll around. That's what this looks like. Uh, you know that the control node for the lights is on this uh, level. And then across from you, you see um, the avatar looks female. She's wearing rollerblades, and it looks like those little um, little jets are on the heels of them, and they're like shooting out little like little little jet flames with with sparkles. And she's wearing a um, um, she's wearing a cape, and she has really uh, thigh high red boots. And so she almost looks like she almost looks like a superhero. And she has a big C on her um, she has a big C on her on her on her chest. Now, can we communicate in sure. space like this? Sure. Um, so I'll say, I love, what are you doing? What's your avatar look like? This is, um, a, good, this is a good time for you to describe what White Rabbit's avatar looks like. <laughs> I didn't really think about what my avatar looks like. I mean, I guess he'd probably look something like a white rabbit and has a um, has like a stopwatch around his neck, like old school... Uh, <laughs> What's his name? Flame of Flame style. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like a big giant one. <laughs> nice. Nice. Big gold stopwatch. Um, and she turns around. Yeah. Yeah, she turns okay, around. And then uh, I'm gonna uh, spread out my hand, and then a raven. Um, can I just deploy? Can I res black eyes? Does it take any special action to? Uh, it ice? takes. It takes. It takes an action to res it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to res um, Black Eyes called Raven, and basically it de-reses a single defender program that the enemy netrunner has resed at random, and then deals 1d6 damage direct to the netrunner's brain. Okay, so she has, uh, you can see that she has some type of sheen around her, um, and so you go ahead and cast do that program, and so it basically, it basically breaks this little sheen that she has around her body, and it, in the net space it kind of crumbles like dust off of her. Uh, you can go ahead and do the damage. So does, okay, 1d6. Four. Okay. And then, so she, uh, you hear a voice comes out and uh, and she's like, oh, lovey, I didn't know we were going to actually resort to this. Is this the, is this the way you talk to a lady? This is the way you flirt? <laughs> well, what, what ideas did you have? And then I'm gonna break out my sword. Um, oh, nice! So it appears as a glowing energy uh, great sword that appears in my hand, and I'll attack her with that. Oh so shit! That does two d six res uh, to a non black ice program. All right. So do I just roll the damage? Um. Oh, it's two d six to a. Is it personnel? Uh, the sword, I think. It's, Oh yeah. The sword, I think, attacks other programs. So if you're up against a hellhound or something like that, you would have fight it with the sword. Oh, another program. Oh, I see. Yeah. You can always zap her. That's one of your control things. If you're just trying to do damage to her, or 
That is up to you. So if I deployed Flack, would that only be against other programs as well, not other netrunners? Flack is what you suppose is what you just took off of her. Right. That's what she had on her. So if I deploy that, though, would it... Um, it would defend would it give me any defense against her? It would give you defense against you. It's a defender program. It defense helps, against me? It helps you take defense. It's a defender for yourself. So you have, you have three types of programs. There's only attacker programs that usually attack programs or they, they say they're personnel, they attack people. Right. There's defender programs which always defend you, either against something with against a personnel inside the, the net space or against a program that's doing damage. And then uh, there are um, black ice, which are just designed to kill. And okay. they kill either programs or they kill people. Most often it's, super, it's against people. Okay, so I guess what I'll do instead is I'll, I'll do my Vrizbot. Um, that does 1d6 damage direct to a netrunner's brain, and then lowers the amount of total net actions the network can accomplish on their next turn by one. Okay. To a minimum of two. So, uh, do I just roll the damage then? Yeah. Is that another four? Uh, oh, it's six. Nice, ten. Dang. Okay. And total between the two times. Is that your is that your final uh, net action? Yeah, those are my three net actions. So uh, you see her turn and her eyes uh, that go with like a like a superhero like blue, you know, like they're glowing blue. Like she's like you know she's like, ah, I didn't know it was gonna be like this. They don't pay me enough for this. And she goes, well, you asked for it. And so that's where we'll get to her turn. Next. Oh, <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. No. Um, so that that uh, that uh, Argus that guard just drops his gun, falls on the because he falls on the floor, grabbing his like like his back, and you can tell he's uh, you can see out of the amount of his body armor he's bleeding, and uh, he just uh, basically puts his arms up and he starts just scooting along the ground, moving away from you. Um, you hear uh, you can hear that there's boots. Um, coming up the stairs, though, which is about 10 yards from you. Um, wow. Okay. Uh, can I, like, basically tell the guard, like, give me whatever weapons you have and sort of raise the pipe? Yeah, so he's still moving away, and he kicks the assault rifle to you, and he just, like, tries to reach for a gun. And you know they have heavy pistols from, uh, it seems like, from the last time you fought one of these. And he just kind of just lets it fall in the rain, just splatter out on the on the pavement as he's still trying to get away from you. He's groaning. I mean, he's uh, he's gonna he's gonna have to go to the hospital no matter what. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. Okay. So no grenades. Um, <laughs> I like the way you think <laughs> though. Pretty easy fix there. <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm gonna pick up that assault rifle that he dropped, and um, also, can I also carry the heavy gun? I mean. Not that I need to use it, but can I carry it just with the intent of holding an extra gun? Yeah, you can. You can. You could. You take an action to basically stow it on your body. So you'd have to do this on your turn. This is his turn. He just oh, complies. Okay. This yeah, is yeah. this is his three seconds. He's just complying with what you said. I'm kind of using his turn as responding to what you did on your turn. So he unarms himself and is crawling away. That's what he's doing on his turn. Oh. Okay. My so bad. if you want to, no, you're good. If you want to pick up stuff next turn or do something else with that, you ha you have his assault rifle and his heavy pistol laying at your feet. Um, 
But Kay, you are up. You do hear there are you can hear there's footsteps. I mean, the guy did call for backup. There is fire on the roof. You can uh, there seems to be some sort of footsteps coming up. So just to sh with this game, you can uh, you can take your turn now. You can also use a hold action that says I'm going to do this when this happens. Yeah. Um. This there's. Where's Where's Dale? Dale. <laughs> Dale. Dale is at the uh, fire escape. He used his turn to get to the fire escape. Awesome. I'm gonna pull my uh, I'm gonna pull my heavy pistol out and uh, crank at him twice, and then <laughs> okay. I'm gonna yell. I'm gonna yell at the doc at the same time. Doc, heads up! Hoping that he'll shoot at him too when he comes over the side. Okay. Oh yeah, doc has a gun. <laughs> doc has it. a gun. All right. Um, you're about. So, um, let's see. You're about. From where you're at, about ten yards from the stairwell. Okay. Ten to fifteen. All right, so attack number one, twenty-one. Oh my god! <laughs> I think that hits. <laughs> yeah, that hits. You need you needed that with the assault rifle. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> um, and then uh, damage. Let's see here. Yeah, you actually need a. He's wearing no armor, so um, okay. Second shot. Oh. Okay, and then I'm going to attack again. You just hear a <laughs> red hits too. Oh. Right. Okay, so I'm gonna roll for. Oh boy. Okay, so he's he. Uh, you shoot him twice in the back, and it's just you hit him both times. He has no armor, and so um, I I roll the reflex roll for him to see uh, if he stays on his feet. He does not. So he basically starts. He falls down onto the onto the fire escape. Does he tumble off the fire escape? Yeah. So be, no. What he does is he, what he right what he does is he he falls down, and his body starts sliding down the steps, going down to the third level. But you just yelled out the you just yelled out the doc, so we'll see if uh, Doctor Carver picks up on that. So, <laughs> but, oh no, he's a doctor. He might help him. Right now, you can see basically just Dale's booted feet, or, or his feet. Um, he doesn't even have boots on. His feet are basically just dangling as he's sliding down the down the stairs. That's that's fantastic. That's that feels that feels satisfying. Do <laughs> you want to move? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna move up towards. Um, um, Sorry, I lost my uh, tolerance to Argus, and because uh, I can hear him, hear the people coming up the stairs. So, what's that? Fifteen yards. Is yeah. there still cover for me to be behind as they as they come up? Like sure. Still the... Okay. Yeah, you have now. You have the bigger um, AC unit that's sitting in the center of the building. You can also hide behind that. Is is the net runner somewhere on the roof? Like, can we see him somewhere? Not that you can tell. Doesn't seem okay. like he or she is up there. You, then again, you do have uh, three other access points that are in this building. First floor, second floor, third floor should be on any one of those. And she would, um, they would have to just be within six meters of it, six yards of it. Oh, but line of sight, right? Because they can't go through walls? Yeah, they have to, they just, yeah, it can't be on the other side of the wall. They have to be within okay. six meters of it. Cool. All right, that's my turn. Okay. Um, D Dale goes and he's just like, oh. And he doesn't see. Yeah, he's uh, he's not dead, but he's like crawling down the stairs. So, um, all right, Crunch goes. Um, so Crunch basically snaps her fingers, and then um, out. It's like she snaps, and in the net space, it's like it makes this, this loud, like audible snap noise all around the room, and then from her fingertips, this uh, it's like a like a pit bull comes. Whoosh, 
right out at her. And so this is a uh, Black Eyes program. Oh, man. That is coming out at you. And she says, uh, we didn't have to play it this way. And uh, and the thing basically comes out. And so um, with that, so it's basically going to attack um, White Rabbit. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Actually, this goes... Um, okay, so it's going to go right now. Because it's the top of the initiative queue, and she's actually at the top. Oh, sorry, it's my first time doing one of these. This is like a, a game within a game. I love this. Yeah, yeah it is. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Give me one second. And is he incommunicado pretty much when he's jacked in? Like, he can't yell out to us while he's doing this or he, something, he right? Can, yeah, he can. Yeah, he's. Uh, okay. That's called like the meat space. The meat space. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Netrunner speak. So go ahead. So White Rabbit, go ahead and make a um, interface roll as you're basically trying to dodge out of the way of this attack in the net space. Um, let's see. Well, it's not that old. He had a 14, so he's going to do oh. his effect to you. So he does six damage directly to your brain. Oh, your, your cyber deck, because uh, it's not insulated, not yet, because you haven't got that upgrade yet, uh, it starts to catch fire. So until you spend a meat action, like it's basically not doing any net action, so you have to use your turn to do a meat action instead, to put the fire out, you're going to take an additional two damage to your HP whenever you end your turn with that with that cyber deck on fire. This so thing, I take six, six hit points right now, right? You take six hit points directly. Nope, no, your yeah. armor doesn't block this. And then at the end of your turns, if you're not choosing to put out, the, your cyber deck basically starts smoking take and two more. burning. You take two more. Okay. Um, and then with that, she's... Uh, you see her... Um, she goes... Uh, Toodles. And then she. Uh, you see her that she seems to go... She's not on your level anymore. As she's left you with her hellhound. Hmm. All right. Um, let's see one thing for her again. Okay. Oh man, it's cool as shit. All right. Uh, <laughs> Argus, you're up. <laughs> um. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up. Um. I'm gonna pick up the assault rifle, and I'm gonna run to that AC unit with K and uh, I'm gonna, gonna kind of look over at him and kind of give him a head nod like all right let's uh let's, let's shoot some uh, some guards and uh, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna reload it too if I can fit all that in this turn mm -hmm. yeah so the, the getting moving there's your move action and re if you're reloading the the assault rifle Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, it has the uh, twenty-five rounds in it. And he's so fired once. He's only so fired once, so you could actually just pick it up. Picking it up and having it on your body would just be your action. Basically, picking okay. up and getting ready to use it. You know. Yeah, and then can I pick up that other gun in the same action or not? Yeah, I would say you just grab both, throw the other one like in a pocket or something, maybe on your back, small of your back, and you could have the assault rifle ready to go. Okay. Cool. It, it, so it would. Take... It, yeah, you wouldn't be having a ready action to be like, I'm not actually doing my turn. I'm waiting to do it at the, the hold action to fire. You're, you're, this would take your turn to get in a position to do all of that, but you could totally do all that. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, then I think that's uh, it's the entirety of my turn. Okay. 
white rabbits up. Um, do I have any idea about like how many hit points a hellhound would have? Um, depending on the hellhound, probably 20, 20 ish. And can but, I use sword twice? No, your uh, your best bet to get away from a hellhound would be to slide. And what a slide does is you basically sidestep it, and then now the thing no longer is uh, looks for you, and it basically just lays in wait for another for um, for you to unwittingly come back across its path, which would, you would not. One, you only have to successfully slide away from it once, hmm. and you can only attempt one slide per turn. Okay, and then if I were to jack out, is there any? Um... Would the would the black eyes do damage to me on a jack out? No, you'd have to use your actual net uh, and have to do an action to jack out. Yeah, right. So if I jacked out, would there be any damage from the? No, but if you, if, yeah, that this is where if some if something made you jack out against your will, the hellhound would do its final attack on you, almost like it follows you right out of the net until it's, it can't obviously be in the meat space. Okay, then I'll attempt to slide first. Okay. And is that just an interface roll? Um, so it's a slide check against the program's perception. So I'm rolling for him. You just have to beat an eight. Is that your 12? Is that your roll? Okay. So the, the way that looks um, is basically like the thing attacked you and then you just in the net space basically like slid away, even though you're on the same level. And then the thing is just like sniffing around like, like it's trying to sniff up your scent. And then after it can't, after it can't, can't pick you up on you, it kind of just sits there and like looks around like the room waiting for you to come back. But uh, when you when you escape it, you have to go to a different, you have to go to another floor. Then you're muted. I'll go back to the third level then. Okay. Um, you, uh, are, you see uh, Crunch there again, as it seemed like she has taken back over control of the elevators. Um, and she says, uh, she's like, oh, you didn't want to pet the puppy? <laughs> uh, yeah, the only thing I can do is this Frizzbot. All the other stuff is in Black Ice programs or other programs. So I guess I'll, I'll do Brisbane again. Does one uh, d six damage direct to your brain, and then lowers the amount of net actions okay. turn by one. That worked last time because that's the only thing she did was do that program and go upstairs and do the control node. So right, go for it. Do I need to roll uh, another interface? Well, what's your program say? No, I think your program just happens. Yeah, is there yeah, a way? So, okay. Is that an attack against her? Uh, <clears throat> yes, I think so. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, she yeah, can. Uh, okay, that, yeah, we probably should have done that last time. But she gets to actually tries to um, tries to defend it, basically. Like okay. tries to move so, away. So it is an interface. It's role? just yeah, it's an interface role versus her interface role. Okay. Hey. And yeah, you beat her. I rolled really oh, well. Nice. Sweet. I rolled so a two. Oh, I like nice. it. And then shoot, oh. one less net action for her next turn, too. Oh, then I get one more action. Um, let's see. Can I deploy my Raven again? That's a Black Ice program? It's Black Ice? Yeah. Yeah. So you basically have to, um, I think it's one action to to take it off, because you had it deployed before? 
Yeah. Yeah, so it's one action to basically like uh, deactivate it, and then you have another action to act yeah to activate it. So programs only do what they're programmed to do. So you have to like basically just because you programmed they said it on one level like I want it to do this now you have to like deactivate and say I want you to do this now you know because it just keeps doing like the, her hellhound is just sitting down there waiting to attack you now since right. you slid away it doesn't know what to do she would actually have to deactivate her hellhound yeah. and activate it again for her to actually fight you with it. All right. Well, in that case, then yeah, my third action will be to derez the raven on the last on the fourth level, and then I can deploy it next turn. Okay. So you're on the same level with Crunch. Yep. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, coming up the stairs, uh, um, Argus and um, Kay is a Militech um, security officer who walks up the walks up the stairs. Um, he seems to be limping, and he sees. Uh, let's see. He sees UK, and he basically is just going to take a shot. Yeah, just for reference, you guys are about 20 yards, 20 yards away. God, I'm rolling like shit tonight. He does not hit. <laughs> you can, uh... But, Kay, you're up. <laughs> so, he comes, he comes up and he goes... And uh, it bounces off the right behind you um, in that AC unit. And then uh, you can return fire because it's your turn. I'm going to return fire with my assault rifle. Nice. So, you just have to right. beat a... Um, you have to beat a 16. Okay. Let's see how this goes. Uh, attack. Well, you have to beat a 15, I should say. So you have to get a 16 or higher. Is that a 7? What'd you roll, a 1? <laughs> <laughs> critical fail. Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> Is it a critical fail? It. Well, yeah, a critical failure. Okay. I, fortunately, I don't have the... I don't, I don't have the rules if that's the a... gun jams and I have to throw it down. I would say your turn is just spent <laughs> trying to get the gun to actually fire. So we'll say oh, that. So you're gosh. like, yeah. All right. Um, I'm pulling out my pistol. I seem to do so much better with that. <laughs> but, uh, um, Dale is, uh, up and you hear a, um, you hear from down below, you hear, um, you hear like, <laughs> um, on that stairwell. And so, um, we'll, We'll see what that is later. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> somebody got it. <laughs> so crunches the uh, crunches up. Um, White rabbit. She's holding her head, and uh, her eyes are like. Um, for you, it's works. You're used to seeing avatars uh, that you could change their looks to put different eyes in their skull, whatever it is. But her eyes look like human, almost like you look like human eyes in her head as she's holding onto her, like her brain. As you've now done. You've done 16 damage to her since you've been in here. Um, and she says, uh, she's like, I don't, I don't get paid enough for this. And then um, she, uh, you see her uh, um, in that moment. And then you see her basically like, it's um, the way she disappears. It's like, it, it just it, like her whole body just circles into a point and it goes like zips out. So she is jacked out of the, um, of the net architecture. Um, White, White Rabbit, you would know that um, being that this is obviously some type of um, corporation that is that is doing this attack, corporations would, can hire net runners to do work for them. You've done it yourself probably a few times, you know, to make to make some bucks. And in this case, um, this doing this much damage to her is just not worth it to her. You can tell that this must just be a side gig, and this this is not what she signed up for to run into a net runner that's going to do all this damage to her. Nice. So so she's so she zips out. Um, her hellhound's still below the other floor, 
Um, on your turn, you can go ahead and experiment if you still want to go through the architecture, but her hell, you would know if she jacked out her hellhound would go with her. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so uh, clarification, yeah, her hellhound, her, all her programs in there would also go with her. Um, well, where she is in the meat space, that's still in play, but she's not in, no longer jacked into the net architecture. So, but uh, Argus, you're up. Uh, cool. I'm going to also fire at this fella who just sort of appeared. Go for it. So you're just, your shot just rings off the stairwell. So it's like you guys are just trading shots in the rain on the rooftop and missing each other. <laughs> you still have a movement, though. Okay. Um... Oh, by the way, uh, Kay, did you want to get in cover or are you still staying put? Uh, and I kind of in cover well remember in this game you're either fully behind cover or you're oh, not that's right i forgot <laughs> so you can if you want to like fire. fire fire and then run behind the ac unit you can do that i'll fire and run behind the ac unit okay uh, clarification question does it use does the assault rifle use heavy weapons or shoulder arms it uses shoulder arms okay yeah oh so uh, you have to have that skill it's not just the yeah yeah well for argus i'm not sure if he has that skill or not yeah, I'm actually not sure that I have it. Let me check. I put it in because I had sh the shotgun, so I... Yeah. Which yeah. is in your room, which is on Which is room. in my room, I know. I'm very aware of that. <laughs> on the third oh, floor. Oh, I do. I do. Okay. Well, you guys are looking at the range you're at. You're looking at a... Uh, you need to get a 15, or a, high, a 16, actually, to hit these guys. Sheesh. Which is the same for them, to hit you. They probably have more dumped into their stats than we do. Uh, they, they're, okay. Yeah, they're not solos. Solos are the ones that can do those, like, special, add all these modifiers to bet better on your roll. These are just military, like, uh, higher... They're just... Thugs. Higher security, basically. Okay. Thugs, yeah. uh, so I'm going to also, I guess, run behind cover um, as the end of my turn. Okay. Um, White Rabbit, you're up. Boy. Um... I guess in meat space, I'll call out to these guys. Uh, should I adjust anything in the? Uh, should I adjust any of the lights or uh, elevators? DM would flashing their flashing the lights throw off their night vision goggle. I think. So uh, they have no, because they're on the roof, and they're probably not even using those up here on the roof. Okay. Yeah. Good question. So though. the whole team is up there on the roof now at this point. Uh, you see one person coming up on the roof. Limping. Uh, Again, there was some carnage that happened on the third floor that you don't know what happened there because you guys went up to the uh, roof. There was Rico. There was Gina. There was two of them on the third floor. Right now, you know, there's three of them and a net runner. That's the battle. You. That's what you know that you've actually ran into. Okay. Well, I guess we're gonna do no good in meat space. So I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll put all the elevators down to the first floor, and leave them there, locked on the first floor. Or is, if there's just one elevator, I'll do that. Okay. You still have control over the elevators because she failed to get control over it, so the the difficulty values stays the same. But you already have control over it, so you're gonna put the elevators down on the first floor. Yeah, and then does it cost another control action to adjust the lights or to mess with the lights? Um, well, the, the lights are on the fourth floor, back where the Hellhound was, but he's no longer there. You'd have to go down and actually gain control over that again. You never actually did. Right. Um. Okay, I'll go down to the fourth floor, 
And there's lights and what else down there? Just lights, just the control node for the lights. Oh, that's it? Yeah, I mean, everything still looks the same way in the, in the architecture, the way she left it, the imaging. So this still looks like a roller derby. Wait, is he still on fire? Oh, yeah, right. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, then I'll use the okay. reaction to just uh, fire then. That's a good call. Good job, Carrie. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, do take two points of damage because you did go up to her level at the end of your, your turn and your right. cyber deck was on fire. It's more like it's like heating like into your wrist. So yeah, you would take your time to, like, I don't know. Put it out. Yeah, what is that, the, the endo dust, like spraying it on your <laughs> cybernetic, I don't know. Try to get to cool I mean, off. it's raining, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Wouldn't that help too? <laughs> That's, That's funny. That's my turn then. Okay, so, uh, so those of you that are uh, hiding behind the AC units, you hear it, uh, you basically are huddling behind, and you uh, you can feel the heat of your gun against your uh, against your chest. It's like you're just like breathing in heavy as the rain's falling down, um, and you don't hear anything, so you don't know if if the, the person's laying in wait for you to pop up or what. But you just hear the rain falling and the sirens off in the city. Um, you'll have to wait till your turn to see if there's um, something happens. Oof. Well, Kate. Um, You're up, Argus. <laughs> yeah, Kay, do you want... Um... Well, one of us could lay down the suppressing fire, and the other one can take some, some good shots. Okay. I mean, we we already know I don't have any qualms about just going and getting close. Um, yeah. Do you, want, you want me to take some shots at him while you run up on him? Yeah, do yeah, take... Uh, let's do, yeah, I can mean, you suppress him and I'll run up and, uh... Yeah, I'm gonna, I mean, technically I'm shoot you're, at... fir you're first, so I have to, like, wait to suppress? I don't know how that works. Yeah, could we, can I hold my action till his turn? Yeah. Okay, there we so, go. So, Argus, you, hold action is basically, you describe the conditions on, on what it's going to be that you act. Now, here's the thing, you have to do that. So even if those conditions change, you don't get to react and change those. Change your action. You do that action when those conditions are met. So what are mm -hmm. what are you waiting for? What are okay, you doing? so I'm gonna have him. So okay, I want you to give suppressing fire, and when he does the suppressing fire, um, I'm gonna run out from behind cover and go like up far enough where I can run back at the end of my turn. So I'm gonna go up um, six yards and I'm gonna fire on them with my heavy handgun. Okay. Well, you're not gonna hit them with the bar. Well, they're they're 15 yards away. You guys are all at oh, the 15 okay. yard mark. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, because if I if I hit them with the bar, then I'm stuck in the open and I'm afraid that more people are gonna come up the stairs. Mm. And then I'm just gonna be trying to fight a they bunch sent, of guys. They sent Gimby up. We're probably okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you're waiting for Kay to do that? Mm -hmm. So as soon as Kay starts laying down suppressing fire, I'm going to run out um, and kind of get closer range and just start blasting him with my handgun. Okay, interesting. Um, so White Rabbit would go. Um, he's not here at the moment. We'll say that he's... Uh, I, I'm going to... Yeah, it, just to keep it moving. I'm, I'm assuming he's getting the fire out. He'll probably he's get, putting the fire out, get yeah. control of the elevator. He said he, last turn he wanted to put that down to the bottom floor. So he has the elevator on the first floor. Um, and when he comes back, we'll quickly see if he wants to jump down to the fourth level and get the lights on. But uh, meanwhile, uh, Kay, you're up. Okay, so um, 
So I'm assuming it's suppressing fire that I need to click on my assault rifle? It's the, uh, so suppressive fire is, um, well, you have to have 10 bullets and then, um. I have 22 currently. Yeah, so you're good with that. It costs an action and 10 bullets. That's all you got to do. It's their, okay. it's their reaction is basically what, um, they have to do. Everyone, everyone, and, everyone on foot within 25 yards out of cover and in your line of sight must roll a will plus concentration against your reflex and auto fire skill plus a 1d10 so you can go ahead and roll that which okay. is you can roll the auto fire skill on your sheet okay so roll the auto fire skill on my sheet that's okay. basically what they have to be to not be forced into cover that's what i was going to ask what is the difference between suppressing fire and auto fire but it, that it, makes... it, yeah it is auto fire that's what it really what okay. it is yeah i just have to i have two spots all right here we go cross your fingers everybody because they basically have to do a concentration check so so here's the thing. So you walk up, Kate. So there's a couple hold actions stacking here. So you're the first one to actually pop out of cover as you go. Yeah. Right when you exactly. right, right when you pop up, that's when the one Militech security guard goes right at you yeah. because he sees you. So he's of gonna, course. he's gonna first roll against you. Um, he do he does hit. Ooh. No, uh, I did not roll any critical hits. That's good for you. But 15 damage, so you're gonna damage? you're gonna soak up 11 Ooh. of it with your arm. Soak armor. up 11. Yeah. Okay, so then I take six, or I take um, sorry, four. Four, four damage, okay. and then so this oh. is where ablation comes in. Uh, now that okay. your armor has been, it's all in your body as your armor has yes. now been. You now your armor goes, your stopping power drops by one. So now you take now your stopping power goes from 11 to 10. On both on the head and the body. Just on the body, hits you in the body. Okay. All right. Yeah, and to hit I'm to gonna... hit you in the head, you'd have to make a called shot. Oh, that's fine. And then I'm taking four damage there, so I'm down so, to forty-one. So you pop up, get shot in the body. It does do some damage, but then you lay down that suppressive fire, and so he has to beat a nine, basically, not to run into cover on his turn. He, okay, we'll see what he does on his turn. But um, going back to hold actions, so that's what K did. <laughs> So this is like stacking and like Magic the Gathering, like playing a card game. Yes. Now we go. So uh, Argus, your your action happens right now. So go ahead and do what you wanted to do. Okay. So basically, what happened is K popped up. He starts going, but right when he pops up, that Militech was holding his action to shoot him. He hit him, but he still shoots the suppressive fire. But then, and Argus, you're running up and doing what you want to do right now. Okay. Um, and then so that's. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong roll. Don't look at that. I accidentally put heavy melee instead of heavy, um, yeah. So you're trying yeah. to get within, what, uh, 7 to 12 yards, right? Um, yeah. And okay. Sorry, is the heavy pistol, that's still a handgun, right? Yeah, it's still going to be a pistol. You're going to need at least a 16 to hit with that at this range. So those really work up cool. You hit. Okay. That's a 9. And then... But you rolled a one in there. I don't know if that matters. And then, yeah, does that matter no. in the damage? No. Okay. And follow-up shot. That hits. You can go, pow, pow, and she hit him twice. Ah, and a seven. Okay. Um, so good news. Uh, you go again. <laughs> it's now the top of the order. That was your hold action, so now you actually go. So you plop and go. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, does it? 
Oh man, I forget. Did I run back undercover on that turn, or am I still out in the open with my gun out? You you read you walk forward. Now you're out in the open. Now you start your actual next turn. Okay, sweet. Um, I'm gonna see that pistol's probably not working as efficiently as my favorite tool, and uh, <laughs> just pull out the pipe and charge here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have the actions in front of me like to see if, it, like, if that costs an action to like, grab it. But if you want to drop the gun, if you don't want to stow away the gun, I think you can just grab the pipe out and start attacking. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to drop the pistol. Yeah, dropping and, uh, a weapon isn't an action, but stowing it is an action. Okay, so yeah, I'm just going to drop it and, and then uh, if, start swinging. And, and drawing an easily accessible weapon into a freehand is not an action either. So it's more like Argus goes... Plah, plah, drops the gun and pulls out the crowbar and starts running toward this guy. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh awesome. <laughs> and there it is. And so, he's, just, yeah, so he has to try to, he has to dodge out of the way of that, which he does not. I swear every melee attack Argus has rolled. Uh, but you only do one damage from suit. Uh, that's only half of his armor. Okay. But you get uh, two attacks. The, uh, let's see. Ooh, you just beat it. All right, and then that's nine damage. So Man, the odds of rolling two sixes is really low, huh? Not really. Uh, if you you guys just haven't hit with your assault rifles yet. Once you start rolling five dice in a turn, to getting two sixes becomes a lot more. I have not lot more hit doable. with my assault rifle. I don't yeah. Think it's true. <laughs> Um, where where is your assault rifle, Argus? On, I, I think he had it on his back. I think he just slung oh, it over. Okay. Like he just because yeah. he wanted just to have it on him. That's fine. Um, White Rabbit, what are you doing? So we uh, we kind of to keep the action moving on your. We, we did what you uh, wanted to do before you put out the fire, which is gain control of the elevator. You just need to tell me if you're moving down and wanting to get control of the lights or not. Well, I actually wanted to do a meat space action here. If I can see some enemies, are there enemies here on the rooftop with us? There's only one. There's only the one that Argus is fighting. Um, yeah, I'll take a shot at him. I'm going to pull out my... I have a very heavy pistol that I'm going to shoot at him. Yeah, you're just about 25 yards away, so that's going to be a tough shot. Um, you're going to need to beat a 20, the 21. And I stay jacked in and get close enough to where it's... Uh, you have to be... It's not a difficult shot. You have to be six yards away from the... Um, so you could probably right, so get... so can I stay within six yards and get, like, within 20 yards of him yeah but it's 13 to 25 yards it's the same number for range in this game oh i see yeah so you're at the yeah you have to get down to 12 yards to get down to the 15 difficulty value and you always have to beat the difficulty value so you have to get then i have to jack out well i could i can just i don't you, have to take the action of jacking out right no, because there's no black ice there, there's so nothing there there's, there's nothing there that's going to damage you because it's your architecture it's the home architecture right. you're not in an enemy Right. Okay. Then I'll run up and just let it jack me out, and I'll take a shot at him. I'll get within range to shoot him. Okay. So how much? What's your move? Uh, fourteen. Okay. So you can get to right in, right to where you would make your difficulty value uh, fifteen. So you have to roll sixteen or higher. Wait. That's what you wanted to do. Yeah, I'll do that. You can take two shots. Okay. So my first one's a twenty. Oh, that is. Nice. I kind of like about this game that when you roll for like the damn like to shoot, it's like you're not. As we said before, you're not actually against anything on them. It's just the range to see if you hit. It's their armor that stops that. So, wow. But this guy's armor is pretty ablated by now. <laughs> so, so it's, so 10, it's 10. 10 damage. Yeah. 
I have a very heavy uh, pistol. And then uh, I'll take a second shot. 15? That just misses because you have to actually get a 16. But that All first right. one, um, Argus, you can tell this guy's as seriously wounded as the last guy you fought. I mean, he didn't come up looking the best anyways, but... Um, Uh, the other guy's still lying on the roof? Yeah, he's still crawling away. He's seriously injured. Yeah. Um, so they go, and so... Um, let's see. He drops his uh, assault rifle, Argus, in front of him, and he's actually trying to... Uh, he pulls out a knife. Ooh! <laughs> go ahead and roll Ooh. your... Um, go ahead and roll a... Um, for you, sorry, I haven't done. A, I haven't actually done a melee attack yet. But you're gonna roll um, your your Dex plus evasion skill plus D10. So you actually, if you just click the evasion skill, it'll roll it. Is that an 18? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So yeah, you see him. So the first one, you see him. You see that you see the shine of the knife in the in the rain and the moonlight, and you move out of the way. He does it. He does it again. Because he does get two of them. Roll that one. Roll that evasion again. Oh! Is that a twenty-two? A critical success. So yeah. So he 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 drops the assault rifle. And you hear this. He goes, and he tries to come up under you with his big knife. And I rolled good too. And you still touch that. So. Nice. Yeah, Argus. Man. Pretty good. Argus is apparently a hand-to-hand -hand combat guy. Yeah. So the other Militech agent. Is, yeah. The other Militech agent starts uh, army crawling, basically, but not in, in, with purpose. More like just getting away. <laughs> um, Kay, you're up. All right. I'm gonna take my uh, assault rifle shot at this guy who's uh, now brandishing a knife. Okay. Yeah, and by the way, melee combat's all within zero to six yards of each other. So when you see two people fighting, this is why I don't put a negative modifier for you shooting at them because they're they're moving around, you know, stabbing. So like Argus yeah. would be jumping back, and as he's doing that, that's when K could go boom and shoot at him. Same thing with with White Rabbit. Um, but a seventeen hits. So go ahead. And roll. Yes. yes. Finally. <laughs> all right. Let's do some damage. Five D. Uh, it's uh, what five D six. 25 and two, three sixes. Three sixes? Ooh, okay, three sixes. sweet, okay. Well, <laughs> this is a bit of an overkill, but I like that we did it so you can see how the critical hit works. This is, this is when his head explodes <laughs> as I shoot him. So um, I'd like you to, um, we're gonna go to the, so basically what happens is you get a critical hit to the body. So okay. go ahead go ahead and roll 2d6 for me. There's a chart basically that I look, got, look on and that tells uh, me what actually happened with that. R slash. How do I do that too? You can do the advanced dice roller. If you're in roll 20 on the left-hand side, it's just the... I am. It's the... Um, I see it. Yeah. Advanced just, dice roller. Just click D6. the 2 6 Okay. There we go. Uh, one and a one. Oh, that's rare. <laughs> so your, your assault rifle uh, dismembers his arm. It shoots right through... Uh, it shoots right through his arm that's holding the knife. And he yes. just goes... Ah! And it's like hanging on by like a piece of a piece of meat. A two is or something. yeah. A two is so he automatically takes a five uh, hit points directly to his body. No armor applied. Which wow. by the way, your twenty five damage already is enough to kill him. So this is like shoots off. He's just you know he's holding onto his arm and it's shooting out blood. 
and he just uh, falls down in shock, and he's going to go into death save mode where he has to like roll to see if he stays alive. Fantastic. You know, but you basically with that shot just <laughs> blow off his arm, basically. I like this assault rifle thing. <laughs> You so, should try not to get hit by it, Argus. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you see the danger with it, right? I mean, this could have equally happened to you if if I had yeah. rolled that at all tonight. <laughs> but a, a, a two, a two oh is very goodness. rare. So that's a dismembered arm. It's pretty much almost the worst you can do with a yes. um, with a critical injury. <laughs> so fantastic. So with wow. that, we can drop the initiative uh, as you guys on the rooftop, anyways. Um, so we don't have to go in turn order, but that's what happens. The guy falls down. Um, you know, I'm not going to keep on keep on rolling. Actually, I already rolled and he died, <laughs> so I rolled a one. But uh, so he's just on the ground. He's holding onto his arm, and it's, he's bleeding out basically. Uh, with that, he goes into shock and he goes unconscious as he bleeds out on the rooftop. You still have one live body that's basically crawling away. All right. Um, I said we go over to him and say and and start questioning him, like how many people are here and what's going on in the building and and uh who are you working for you know so let's you want to go do that argus with me yeah let's uh bring your bring your pipe let's do that um and uh i don't i don't know if it's going to come to into play here but um you know i could i could take the the lead on questioning him if he's gonna try to dodge our answers here or not is this Sorry, out of game moment is is cyberpunk like you have to roll like uh, checks to get good answers out of people or not so much? Uh, no, it's it's more like um, I mean, there's just questioning using your cool, using like your reputation. Um, if you're talking about using pain, there's an actual resist torture skill. So it's I really have... it's really on him to to basically how long can he stand without <laughs> without giving away the information oh and I, and I have a plus two to human perception and interrogation checks exactly well. yeah right okay huh fun well let's uh let's team do it let's question him all right i'm gonna pull i'm gonna pull out my oh i still have my assault rifle what's what's more intimidating assault rifle or pistol i'm gonna pull the pistol out i'm gonna hold it <laughs> what's like, more intimidating come up next to him be like i'm just gonna like like place it on his chest and be like all right, buddy, you got about three seconds to answer some questions for us. So he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's all all wet. He has, uh, looks like he has blood on his face. Um, his body is pretty jacked up from um, those crowbar hits. He seems like he's struggling to breathe a little bit, almost like he might have collapsed the lung, possibly, though that would be one of those critical hit things. But still, um, um, he just, he's, he's pretty banged up. I mean, he's a seriously wounded state. We so got a doctor downstairs, and he can come help you, but he ain't gonna help you if we don't tell him to. Okay, wh what do you what do you want to know? Argus, go. Uh, how many how many people are with you? Um, just the three of us and 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 the runner. And what's your assignment? Clear the clear the building. Uh, I didn't know it was gonna be like this. Clear the building. How? Like eliminate the people, or like kindly ask us to leave. Um, intimidation, fire alarm. Hopefully, people would vacate. And where's the runner? Um, she was on the first floor. Okay. And how were you planning on leaving? Uh, well, radio. Get the helicopter back, or just wait for. 
wait for the demolition squad to arrive. When do they do? Well, there's people here. We're supposed to make it easy for them just to blow up the building. Yeah, when are they coming, though? They're, they're not going to come if there's still people here. Oh. They're just the, they're just the, the construction crew. So you had to clean us out first, like vermin out of a out of a sewer before you could uh, you could send them in so they could be all nice and pretty and everybody be gone for you. Is that what you're saying? Well, I just I just work here. I just get paid. I didn't know it would be like this. Yeah, I'm sure you're not getting paid for that bullet in the chest. You know what I'm saying? Um, with that, he's uh, it, it's his eyes like he's like, are you, are you gonna kill me? I'm just doing my job. <laughs> Your job involves shooting at us and trying to kill us. I'm not entirely sure about that. This, well, was, this was supposed to be easy. I did. I didn't know that you guys were gonna be so heavily armed, and after you already killed someone outside, I thought, well, you would be scared and you would run off and. That's what they thought, anyways. This has been a horrible, horrible night for myself. Can I just go? Um, who thought? Who are you working for? WorldSat, man. WorldSat. And who who told you to come do this job? I work for Militech. They hired us. Yeah. What's their name? Uh, I don't know the name. They said just go to the building and clear it out. Uh, you're no use to us if you can't give us some names. He's pretty I think, useless. I think Crunch knew the name. I don't know the name. Crunch and how do we get? Is Crunch still downstairs or is she? Is she split? Uh, I don't know. Well, you came back up here. Oh no, no, you're the guy. Never mind. You're the guy who uh, was up here already. Uh, what do you want to do with him, Argus? Well, okay, I think he's more useful alive than dead at this point, and if he's smart, he'll keep himself useful. Useful like the other guy, like Dale. Well, we saw what happened when he stopped being useful. <laughs> yeah, did you see that? Shot that little punk. <laughs> let's uh, let's keep him with us and uh, figure right. out what happened to his buddies. So there's only three of you. So we've uh, we've only killed two of them. So where's the third guy? Let's He's... uh, let's go see what happened downstairs. All right. Do Wait. we do? Let's go. Um. Oh, Seth is gone. I was gonna tell him to go. He's uh, he's mind. probably not gonna be able to join back. So we'll, we'll finish okay. up this part. We're at the very end of this, anyways, and so. Okay, we'll... so let's uh let's go send for the doctor over the rails. You want to go get him, or you want me to go get him? I got it. All right, all right. Come on, Doctor Carver. Let's uh, let's go. So Doctor Carver is uh is when you look down on the over the rails, he's on the second floor. There's a there's a very dead Dale there as well that has two bullet wounds in him, and Doctor Carver's just kind of like. You know, he's still in his bathrobe and his bunny rabbit slippers with a smoking gun, and he's just like shaking in the rain. And and part of it is shock too. He's like, sure. I just, I just killed a man. And so he almost seems in shock the fact that he just killed somebody. Yeah, you you did what you had to do, Doctor Carver, and uh, we we thank you. He was he was unarmed. I, I didn't know he was unarmed. He came down the stairs. He came falling down. I thought he was coming at me. I, sh I shot him. Well, he he was surveying for um, Militech, and they were definitely going to blow up your home. Oh, corporal bastards. Can I go so, back inside? Is I, it over? We're, we're not sure. We haven't located the last one. I think he'd be safer with us right now. So he agrees to that. 
All right. Um, yeah, come come on up, and we're gonna we're gonna work our way downstairs and figure this out. Okay. So what do you guys do? Are we gonna have the doctor uh, work on him? You think we should have the doctor waste his time on this fella? Uh, nah, well, maybe maybe he can earn it. I can I can just call in the. I'll just call in my trauma team pals. They'll charge Militech or whoever they work for the 500 euro bucks to take them off to the hospital. Yeah, but what's to say they're not going to come in with another another six or seven of you guys? The trauma team doesn't do that. The the trauma team that's not that's not our that's not our business model. We come, we pick up the wounded, we take them to the hospital. That's it. That's what that's what our patrons pay us for. All right. You and you know this to, you it, it, and you know this to be true. Basically, if someone calls in the trauma team, they come sure. with their own security basically their only job is to extract or work on the wounded and they usually have a payment scale you either belong you have a silver or a platinum <laughs> uh, membership basically nice. and they and you basically come in they, they patch you up or they take you to the hospital they fly you off um, and so if he calls in the, the if he calls in the trauma team they will just they will just transport that dude to wherever he needs to whatever hospital they go to all right so I'm gonna take does he have a radio or is he using his uh I mean, he must be if all the comms are down, right? Uh, he was using it. It seemed to be some type of short circuit radio, some type okay. of something within their own. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I feel like we should go investigate downstairs before we go do that. Like, like let's so let's take his radio from him. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna pick up the clip from the guy who uh, had the fall assault rifle and pocket that. I don't know how much is on there, but you know. Okay. I'm, only, so, I'm down to like 11, so you know. So Dr. Carver uh, says uh, he goes, my agent's not working, but uh, uh, he has another one for the trauma team. He goes, this one's always working. They can't shut off our communication. So am I calling the trauma team? Oh, eh. yeah, yeah, sure. So he's going to go up to the rooftop. So, okay. and he basically goes to you, uh, Kay. He's like, here, uh, have this, and he kind of dumps the handgun sure absolutely. he doesn't he doesn't want it so no so um so with this though we can kind of uh you guys are just interested in exploring the third floor what happened there yeah, yeah. like going down and exploring the third floor and seeing what happened to judy was it judy was that her name gina yeah gina okay so um, i'll just so basically we can kind of wrap this up i'll just kind of describe what what happened so okay. dr carver walks up to the rooftop he calls the the trauma team that even though the agents are down that somehow the trauma team that's not doesn't affect their communication so he's able to call in uh, a trauma team force that he regularly works with to extract that uh the militech security that you left alive um and you find on the third floor a pretty bloody scene um, Rico and Gina have been killed. Um, mm -hmm. Gina's uh, Gina's pets are still alive. Um, remember, she had a tortoise and she had a, um, a a cockatoo, and again, they were real animals. But as you get to her room, you can see that she's been she was shot. There's a dead there's a dead Militech security out in front that has a knife uh, knife wounds, and there's a knife in his looks like to be in his uh, chest, and there's a um, a dead Rico. That is like basically on the ground it appears to be he must have been the one wielding the knife um so the one that w went back up to you obviously was a survivor of that battle and then uh once you went back up on top you guys took care of took care of him so unfortunately though two of your neighbors have been um, have been killed during this assault um <sighs> so the trauma team does pick up the um, um the militech survivor up on top and um 
you don't know what happened to Crunch. That's that's up to a, up to another um, up for another day. The only thing you know is Molly and her crew um, say that someone walked out. They, it seemed to be a seemed to be a young woman with a hood on, a very basic dress with jeans and a hood, um, a hoodie, and uh, hands in her pockets, just quietly walked out of the apartment and walked down the street. They didn't know who she was. They, possibly she might have been a resident on the first floor. So maybe they maybe Militech put installed her in there a day before, two days before. You don't know, um, mm. but that person walked out the building, and no one, and Molly didn't think anything of it at the time. So there is still crunch out there somewhere. If White, White Rabbit ever wants to track her down, so um, so she does. She walked, um, but but um, but she did escape. She walked off, but it's presumably a hired a hired net runner, basically. Um, and you would uh, you would wait to hear any news on your agents. The agents do come back online within a few hours. Um, that appears to be another part of the planned attack, um, just to shut off this block. Um, really, what it was is they didn't expect the defense that you, not only you but your apartment uh, r- uh, mates put up as well. Um, and they, uh, um, WorldSat, from all you can gather, just decides to go build a tower in a, in a different spot that's not as easily defendable or they can easily take a hold of. So. Um, that's really that's the end of the of the scenario of the apartment. Obviously, there's some stuff you can do after this, as far as uh, um, if you want to go after Crunch or if you want to learn more about why WorldSat was doing any of that. That we can leave that up for another day. But um, if, but eventually, uh, um, which I'll talk to Steve on what Mako is doing this whole time with the car. There might be something that he gathers from that um, as well from um, Dale's car. <laughs> so since he was going after Dale's car, which we can get to next time. So. Um, but with that, uh, I, I will remind you that <laughs> I will remind you that um, that the rent is going to be due here in about a week. <laughs> and so, in spite of the events of the last uh, few, it's only been a few hours. In spite of these events, um, that just means you have there's just two rooms that two more people can move into, <laughs> basically. So, um, so yeah, can we gather up some of the stuff and sell it or hawk it or something? You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, you I have want her, the birds. Well, you have her animals, and again, the, they're yeah. real animals. So that's they're yeah. probably pretty valuable, actually. So I think Kay would actually be interested in that. These are real oh, animals. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm totally like, hey, Polly, yeah. want a cracker? <laughs> so <laughs> Polly wants some kibble. <laughs> so Kay, uh, with the agents coming back on, your agent starts ringing. All right, I'm gonna answer it. So and it says, oh, this is Lucille. Um, I have Rex here returning your call." Rexman, <laughs> where you been? Hey, what happened to my apartment? Dude, they, they, there was a there were people outside surveying. They were trying to blow it up. We like stopped them all. I think you owe us some money for some protection on this building, man. Like a little discount, you know what I'm saying? My guys, like they, they there was armed people with assault rifles shooting at us. We climbed up onto the roof. We shot back. We killed them. Yeah. You killed like five guys for you. <laughs> yeah, right? I there had to be at least a dozen. So I uh, I think this is a good place to, to stop, whereas basically as the <laughs> scene ends, it's Kay in the phone saying, hey, Rex, you go with something. You better send somebody down to clean up this mess and, and so forth, as uh, as we'll, we'll pick up from there. Uh, there is actually something with Rex in the apartment building that we'll cover next time as well, since you guys have pretty much earned your keep as far as keeping this. Um, 
There's also a reputation that you've gained in the neighborhood that actually has some perks that we'll talk about next time yes. as well. So um, nice. all, all of that will yeah. all of that we'll talk about um, we'll talk about next time. Argus think- the pipe black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, but, stick, uh, but thanks guys for playing, um, and I will see you uh, next time. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed playing this scenario. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button. Also, if you rate and leave us a review, that would help others find us. If you would like to see us play live, you can check out this episode on our YouTube channel as well by searching for page, the number two, stage RPG actual plays. See you next time.